0: Oh my lands, here we go again Another great adventure, another yarn to spin Every time we get together, what a mess you'll find us in Oh my lands, here we go again Oh my lands,
1: here we go again Oh my land, y'all. It's Kathleen and Nikki. We can't wait to share what we're up to in this episode. Here we go. Yeah, we had the same Cisco teacher. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but you remember when she took us ruby
1: mining? Well, I didn't get to go, remember? Yeah, you do because you have a ruby from it. Mom and Daddy took me after. Oh! I didn't go on that trip. And because I didn't get to go on that trip, Mom and Daddy took me later that summer. Oh, and the reason I didn't get to go is I had committed to um, playing in a softball tournament on a, a team was picking me up. The team that I played on wasn't going to that tournament, but another team picked me up and asked me to go. Gotcha. And I said, yes. Then after that happened is when she told us about the trip. And I begged mom and dad to let me go. And dad would not let me go because I had already made a commitment to this other team. And he was very, he he and mom both, but dad more so than mom was very determined. If you made a commitment, you were going to carry out that commitment. I didn't have to do it again later, but I was so sad because I think I, I think there was only three of us in the class that didn't go I was so sad not to go. And so after that tournament, that tournament was up in the same area as the ruby mines. Okay. Um, several weeks later. But after that tournament, mom and daddy surprised me. And they took me to the same ruby mines that you all had been. Gotcha. And I did find a ruby and he went and had a ring made for me.
0: Well, I know this. My parents were just just instilled that into us, too. If you start something, then you have to finish it. Mm -hmm. Because while you loved softball, I did not.
1: Mm -mm. We started the same year. We were on different teams, but we both played for the first time. And the only reason that I played is because you were playing and you said, Nikki, let's do this. And then we didn't end up on the same team.
0: And I hated every last minute of it Mm -hmm. and never played again.
1: But your daddy would come. Y'all would come sometimes and watch me play.
0: Oh, yeah. I remember being at the softball park
1: for you. And your daddy, nothing made him happier than to get to embarrass me in public. And I was at bat and he stood up and yelled, go Rosie. Cause my cheeks were always so rosy and he would call me Rosie when I was little. And I about start, I mean, I did, I think I did cry. I got the hit and I got back, you know, got around the bases, got back in the dugout and I was crying and (laughs) daddy was like, why are you crying? I said, Daddy, Mr. Tim embarrassed me so badly. Please make him stop. Please make him be quiet. And Daddy said, I will not. He just loves you. I would say, I'm sure he was just
0: trying to, you know, he was just really cheering you on.
1: Oh, yes. I, and I knew that, but still, I was not the kid who wanted my parents. Well, my dad was always coaching me. Right. Or if he wasn't coaching me and he was coaching somebody else, then he just wasn't there. I was not the kid who needed my parents to cheer for me from the stands. Yeah. (laughs) Because it embarrassed me. But, oh, no. He was not being mean. He was just cheering me on. But it embarrassed me to death. (laughs) I can still hear it. Go, Rosie. I didn't even remember that. Did not even remember it. Uh, Speaking of you talking me into doing things, do you remember when we took ballet? Yes,
0: I do remember when
1: we took ballet. I can still see us in the house that we grew up in, that I grew up in. We were in the kitchen. Y'all had come over for dinner. And... I was having to clean up the kitchen. So you were in there with me after dinner. We were cleaning up the kitchen and you were trying to talk me into this. And I didn't want to do it because I had become a softball player. And softball players did not do sissy things like take ballet because I was a serious softball player. (laughs) Yeah. And you had talked me into softball and then you didn't play anymore. And I was serious about it. And I was not going to be made fun of because I was taking ballet. And you were just like, oh, come on, Nikki, please. Let's do it, please. Well, I wasn't going to do it. But my mom did not give me a choice. So you, me and you and Carolee took ballet. And your younger brother took guitar lessons. And we drove all the way to Nashville. And we'd go... I think it was on Wednesdays, maybe. I do remember it was a
0: far drive. And we always, you know, carpooled together.
1: Yes. So we all rode together. And we would get out of school like five or ten minutes early. We weren't missing any class or anything like that. But we would leave just a little bit early so we could get there on time. We'd all ride together. (laughs) Well, of course, I fall in love with ballet. (laughs) <laughs> I have a tape recorder. I take my belt, tape recorder to our class. I record class so I can go home and practice. And I practice at home. I can I can tell where this story's going. And our teacher, our ballet teacher, was doing the Nutcracker that year with the Nashville Ballet. And so she taught us some of the uh, dance, and I was so excited. And she had told me, I guess there—I've never really seen the Nutcracker, but I know that there's this portion of it with little kids do something, yeah. And she had tried to. She told mom that mom should really let me audition to be in that part. <laughs> well, your little brother hated playing the guitar. <laughs> You hated ballet. My sister hated ballet and that's because she hated ballet because we did not have Mom did not go buy us the correct ballet slippers and we, that was
0: too expensive for us.
1: Yes, and so we had some handmade crocheted house shoes. <laughs> And in the class that she was in, because she was in a different class than you and I, because she's four years younger than us. Uh Uh-huh. She was in a different class, and she got made fun of in her class. So she hated going (laughs) to class. And so guess who had to quit ballet? Because guess whose parents couldn't afford to drive only me every day? I mean, we could afford it when our parents were splitting. (laughs) And carpooling, but mom didn't have time and couldn't afford to drive just me to Nashville. So guess who had to quit ballet? I'm so sorry. <laughs> I mean my whole life's trajectory could have been different. <laughs> oh really? Oh, you gonna lay that at my feet? <laughs> oh,
0: man. oh my no.
1: I mean, have we seen my body type?
0: (laughs) Hey, are my right or left in it?
1: You're right in it. Okay. Even at my skinniest, I did not have a ballet dancer's body. Because this girl, I've had hips since I was in the fourth grade, (laughs) and I was skinny. People thought I was a boy, but I still had it. And my mama would say, how can somebody look at those hips and think she's a boy? Well, you remember. <laughs>
0: Bless you. Um, Pioneer. No, that's not it. Well, do you remember that, you know, the hairstyle that we used to wear way back in too mm-hmm. was not long.
1: Mm-mm. It and was the Dorothy right. Hamill. Sure. Right. And, oh, and one year. The lady, it was right before Easter. And Mom always made our Easter dresses. Mine and my sister's. Yeah. Mom had made me this darling Easter dress. I was old enough now that I was able to go and help her pick out the pattern. It would always be a big ordeal. We'd go and pick out the pattern and pick out the material. And so the day before Easter... Mom took me to get my Dorothy Hamill cleaned up and because uh, it had grown out a little bit. And the lady who was cutting my hair, she just dropped me off and left and went and ran some errands.
0: I think I remember this. I, I think I'm feeling really vivid memories coming off.
1: I feel like you did because that's why you kind of brought up when I said I look like a boy going straight and she got to talking to customers about the divorce she was going through mom came back to pick me up and she had cut my hair off into a boy haircut and people did think I was a boy I cried mama cried my daddy cried (laughs) Oh, Lord. Look at those turkeys. Oh, okay.
0: oh.
1: Run, turkey run. I mean, it was... They're running. It was determined to get across the road before you clipped it.
0: I remember that, Nikki. I do. It was bad. I remember that. You know, some things fade from memory, but you You're jogged right.
1: that one. And I was I was super skinny. It was fourth grade, so, you know buck teeth and freckles
0: <laughs> i'm gonna tell you what you're gonna make me pee and need the doggy pad because you're making me laugh okay y'all we are headed to muskegon michigan to a it's actually muskegon county everything around holland sagatook sagatook Sagatuck lands, help me, was booked, but we are staying on Lake Michigan up here. I'm so excited for this. I'm too, because we're going to be close right there to the lake,
1: and we're really close to Holland and Sagatuck, and so we'll be able to get back to them to tour and and um, yep. visit all the little shops and walk around all the little towns. So. We did not get to stop in Saugatuck today because it was a bustling, small business downtown, kind of like two lanes, cute as it could be. And we just couldn't find um, parking.
0: So we'll go drop her off. Oh, there's an Aldi. And we'll come back. Um, and they're very Holland and uh... Saugatuck. They're very close together. So, and then our campground is roughly an hour from them. And so it's fine. Plus, I had problems finding us a spot on Lake Michigan. There's not a lot of campgrounds on Lake Michigan that I could find. um, And, you know, they book them up. Well, and I talked,
1: I was mentioning that to um, the people that owned Fuller's. Yes. And she said to me, people who live in Michigan vacation in Michigan. And if you want to book a campground on Lake Michigan, because as you discovered, most of them are owned by the state of Michigan. Yes. She said, if you want a campground on state uh, on Lake Michigan, you have to book them a year in advance. She said, because people who live in Michigan vacation in Michigan, they leave. If people leave and vacation outside of Michigan, mm-hmm. they do it in the winter and they go to Florida to warm, to warmer weather, warmer climate. Which is what our tour guide at Saugatuck Dune Rod said. He lives here. He loves Michigan. He said he's lived in all over and came back here. But he leaves during the winter months and goes to Colorado. So,
0: I mean, I could see why you'd want to stay home because it's beautiful. And generally, it's pretty cool. I mean, they're not, you know,
1: they're not having a record heat wave every summer. Right. Windmill Island Park.
0: Yes, I think we are going to, that's one of the places we were supposed to go by tomorrow. We'll see. I do know this. We are I feel like we could easily come back to every spot we've stopped at so far and spend even more time at it. I feel like we're getting appetizers.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: We're getting appetizers of each of these <laughs> little towns that we're going in and we need to stay longer, and get the
1: full course. Which But that's what happens on a road trip though. Which either makes it perfect because you it's a cute town, but you didn't want to spend a lot of time there. Or you have to suck it up and go, mm, I wish I could sp- spend more time here, but I got to get to the next town. Right. So that's the pro and con of a road trip.
0: True that. I know this. I am, again, um, I hate to say it, but happy you took one for the team with covid because now that this trip has turned itself around and pulling a trailer for the first time, I'm glad that on our way back, we've got a couple of stops to make. Oh, okay. I wouldn't, you know, initially we knew that we were going to have this long haul back and we probably could split it up to two days. Well, I'm glad that it's been split up the way it's going to be split up.
1: Well, you know, I do what I can. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of ways that you and I are blessed. But in our friendship for so long, your Grammy, she just always felt like my Grammy, too. I called her Grammy. Right. You did. Um, And every time she came to town, I think we either came to your house or y'all came to our house. I got to, you know, we got to visit with her at least one day of her stay. Yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, the first time I ever flew was when you and I flew out to stay with Grammy and Grandpa. And we stayed there two and a half weeks, I think. Yeah. We stayed a long time. Yes. And she just treated me just like I was. Well, I never felt like any different. She was just Grammy. She wasn't. Your Grammy, or you know, she was just Grammy, you know, and to that point, when she
0: passed away, uh, they asked me to write the eulogy and give the eulogy at her funeral. And so, one of the things was every one of us, you know, grandchildren would say we were her favorite, oh. so she made all of us feel like we were her favorite. Mm-hmm. And that was a resounding feeling among all of us.
1: So I included that in the eulogy. Yeah. Well, and then I think about my Ganna Mae. And I don't know, but you've always called her Ganna Mae. Yeah. Or just Gana. Both of my grandmothers were Gana. Um, and then their first name. But my Gana Mae is the one that I was the closest to. And even though we grew up in the same town as my Isa, Issa, I think you and I together probably spent more time with my Gana May.
0: Yes. And Ganna Mae's is the one who ha- taught me how to play hand and foot.
1: Yes. And when Gana Mae passed away and I was going through her picture albums cause she loved pictures and she organized all of her albums way before, you know, the scrapbooking craze happened and she, she had so many pictures of you and I, like, at her house. Some some of them I didn't even remember that we had been there that many times, you know. Right. But she always did. And I just think, I think that's a special thing that makes our bond special, too, is our families were each other's family, too.
0: Right. We really crossed family lines both, you know. <sighs> There's another car coming. That's okay. We don't
1: have a turn. I'm trying to get into that lane. I, I'm, Yes, I, okay. but it doesn't have to be an emergency. Gotcha. We've got seven miles before we have any change, <sighs> and there's a lot of vehicles over there. Okay. Oh, my word. Yeah, You just about bought it, mister, because you weren't patient.
0: <laughs> well, put the arm signal out there for I'm it.
1: Ju- but they can't see me. But you can... I can't tell if
0: they're
1: trying No, they're not. Oh, well. I don't think people know how to read arm signals anymore, anyhow. After this Mercedes, no.
0: No, there's no way.
1: And because I just... people are behind us and they won't let us over. And this trucker just did the same thing. What are you doing?
0: The slain ends. Oh, maybe
1: that's what it's telling me. And of course,
0: oh. everybody's, oh, thank you. Thank you. Somebody was real nice. They flashed their lights, slipped me in. So do I need to go left one more time?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, okay. Sorry. I even got a little tense right then.
1: <laughs>
0: well, there's construction. It's like, where in the world is all my lands? Here we go. We don't know either. Well, we're in the county where we are staying. I don't know how much longer we have to get to where we're going, but, well, I'm really ready to be done pulling her today. Now, I hope we can find this campground because it there's no number on the
1: receipt. It's just the road name. It looks like it dead ends into something. Yeah. I mean, when you go back to that, and that's right on the water. See? Uh-huh. So, it looks like it's think, deadening into that. I
0: think we are. hmm Well, then I'll just keep going. I declare, I think we're back where we were. We are. They just took us on a gravel road through the woods. Okay, where am I going again now?
1: It said in 200 feet.
0: See that pioneer? county park it took us the scenic route to get to that well we saw scenery all right we saw some turkeys i think pioneer county park is where we're staying but i'm just having memory issues well it's clear this way so and nothing else we'll pull in down there hold on is it still clear it's still clear we're going because that's ringing a bell Cause remember when we just walked by it, you was telling your, your story, and I was thinking. And
1: you asked if that was it, but that like told that's held us to pass
0: it. That seems like it's it.
1: Motor vehicle.
0: Oh, unless a registered camper. We're a registered camper. Hey, they oh have church word. in the park. Y'all, it just sent us past this little thing, and we went down this gravel road. Had me with my of my anxiety thinking we're going to get stuck in here. I got to go to the bathroom.
1: Well, the sign says stay in your vehicle.
0: I know it. I know it. Stay in your vehicle till you're first in line.
1: Oh, help us.
0: Oh, and they're just now walking up.
1: Mm, Nikki,
0: this is not good. You
1: want me to get in the driver's seat and you go run and pee?
0: I have to. Oh wait a second. Let me see if I can handle it. RC. Charlie's looking good.
1: Having driven now. Yeah, with pulling a camper. Yes. What would be your uh, number one piece of advice? To give somebody who's never done it and they're thinking about doing it for the first time,
0: I think that you just have to get out there and try because you're not going to know what it feels like until you just do it. But you know, you got to keep in mind, like, I can't go as fast as everybody else, I can't suddenly slam on my brakes, I can't just. Switch lanes is easy anymore. I know you said one piece of advice.
1: No, that's great. So, remember folks, just do it. I'm gonna say this
0: too. Uh, next time, we're gonna be practicing a lot more before we go.
1: Practicing what?
0: The pulling and the backing up so that we feel more comfortable. Well, y'all, we hope you can use that piece of advice or tweak it to fit your life and or your friendships. If you have a question that you would like us to answer or a piece of advice that you would like us to share, email us at ohmylands.com. Here we go at
1: gmail.com. Oh My Lands, Here We Go is produced by Nick Lean Productions. Our song, OML, Here We Go Again, was written and performed by Joey Boone. Copyright 2022, Joey Boone, E-Daddy Music, ASCAP. You can follow Joey on Facebook and Instagram at Joey Boone Music. You can also reach him at joeyboonmusic.com. If you enjoyed the Oh My Lands, Here We Go podcast, please subscribe and review us. This helps us to keep sharing our adventures. You can find us at Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at Oh My Lands. Here we go. Seriously,
0: y'all. Thanks for joining us on this adventure and laughing with us as we go. Hope to see you next time.